Welcome to the Real Crypto Podcast. Discover how you can get ready to be a part of this incredible new world of digital currencies, coins, tokens, and assets that is on a mission to disrupt money and the world financial system as we know it. Accompanying you on your journey today is your host, Nino Elvis. Welcome to episode 19 of The Real Crypto Podcast. I'm your host, Nino Owls, and today I want to uh, jump in and and talk about this little bit of a, a bull run that we're, we're starting to see happening um, across the cryptocurrencies uh, in the lineup today. So um, earlier on today, um, if you've been watching the market, um, Bitcoin have been watching it with great interest uh, in, the la- in yesterday's episode and also um, a couple of episodes before, I was talking about a flag uh, pattern that was forming on the chart. So what that means is um, if you can visualize a flag, you've got the uh, flag pole and then you've got the uh, where that's the price action uh, moving upwards and then you have the... Um, the uh, the sideways action, which uh, represents the uh, actual flag, and then that's that's that validates the flag. So um, after that, the pattern tends to um, be validated when you see a bit of bullish action happening in in the area above that flag. And usually, the um, when you're working out probable targets, you sort of assume a certain percentage. Of the length of the pole of the flag so if you're looking at the video I mean you you've got this move from um, 4,200 and that's moved up to 5,300 about $1,100 and then it's sideways action for approximately a month and then we've seen another big move so we've seen most of that move actually occur in the last three to four days where we've seen another move of around about 700 US dollars really significant and this is actually just we've got this essentially in the last um if i move to the four hour chart we're seeing in the last 16 hours a move from 5600 up to 6100 so 5600 up to 5001 no sorry 5600 up to 6100 so we've seen a 500 us dollar move in one day really significant so um jumping on twitter i mean we're seeing a lot of uh activity a lot of talk and what was really significant about today is that bitcoin has broken through the hundred billion dollar mark so i was just talking about this as a a possible uh a possible uh eventuality over the next you know few days to weeks but it's actually happened in about two days since i was talking about it wasn't expecting it that quickly but Look, that's how fast the crypto market can move, and uh, we've seen just in the last 24 hours 18 billion dollars in volume in the last 24 hours just on Bitcoin. So, and across the other um, 10 top 10 cryptocurrencies, we've seen 7 billion move uh, in the last uh, 24 hours for Ethereum, 1.2 billion moving for XRP, we've seen 2 billion moving for Bitcoin Cash. 3.7 billion on Litecoin, 2.3 billion on EOS, 250 million on Binance Coin, and Tether's seen 16.6 billion move as well. Stellar and Cardano uh, very uh, picking up ninth and tenth place there in the millions still. But we've got eight of the top ten cryptocurrencies pushing 
pushing um so seven out of seven out of the ten are pushing billions of dollars worth of transfer tra- in, in transfer in uh volume in the last 24 hours really really big so yeah we've seen um a 6.3 percent increase in the last 24 hours on bitcoin and uh ethereum 5.29 percent xrp 2.18 percent yeah we've got percentages you know sort of in the from the five five to eight percent range and uh really 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 uh interesting so um at the at the moment like bitcoin's sitting around about six thousand and seventy nine dollars us so and it's still on the uptrend uh there's a lot of there's a lot of bullish sentiment in twitter if you jump onto twitter and just um and just check out some of the conversations going there it's really really um there's there's, uh no shortage of excitement there at the moment so whether how how long this is going to last is um is is anyone's guess really i mean i mean it's too easy to predict okay this is the the entire turn of the market this is where it's going to happen see it's just a day two days worth of action to be honest yes it's a huge move but it's still two days it's still early to start uh jumping on the bandwagon and as i said yesterday in the last episode i like to see a more gradual increase because as soon as you see a really really sharp increase you often see just as quick a pullback so with um people people um uh, profit taking and uh pulling money off the table when you see i mean when you see um a single coin i mean over over the course of the last month we've seen bitcoin rise from four thousand dollars to six thousand dollars and that's a significant increase in anyone's language so really really stay tuned here uh um, really, really good to see. So, and, and now another bit of news that I really wanted to talk about is um, around Facebook. Now, now there's a bit of uh, CNBC and a few other places that have been uh, have um, reported that Facebook is uh, looking into um, building its cryptocurrency payment service. Now, um, just just reading off what CNBC says here, it's like uh, they're talking about. Facebook is being in talks with dozens of financial firms and e-commerce companies to support a cryptocurrency payment service that is currently that it's currently developing. Um, it was reported by the Wall Street Journal and um, CNBC and uh, also uh, Global Crypto Press Newsroom and uh, many other places. Um, you've got CryptoCoin News as well. Um, Many places. You, all you have to do is Google, and you'll see a few pages that that they're all, all these different um, uh, reporting um, services are all um, talking about it. So, uh, and there's also been a little bit of talk that Visa and Mastercard could be involved. Now, rumor at this stage, and uh, let's talk about this project that Facebook's going on, and internally, it's called Project Libra. Um, so uh, CNBC says that the project would include a digital currency underpinned by blockchain technology and pegged to the US dollar and um, which users of Facebook's WhatsApp messaging service could use to send money to one another according to the journal So, and also a, a uh, Bloomberg report. So uh, it's, it's really, really um, going to be interesting to see what becomes of this. I mean... And, and and as someone that's actually um, 
um, try to run my own like uh, online businesses and stuff like that. There's there's one thing that Facebook has has banned, and that's the ability to. I mean, I mean, Facebook makes their money from ads, right? So, so that I mean, they they use they everything's for free. I mean, if you're if you're not if you're not being so if you're getting something from for free, generally you're the product. You're being sold. So, so not, nothing's free. It's just like if if you um, and that's how Facebook works. I mean, it basically has its um, billions of uh, users, and it sells uh, advertising to to companies that want to. Uh, reach out and uh, benefit from Facebook's uh, ability to draw eyeballs. So, but one thing is that Facebook has banned an, the ability for any company in the cryptocurrency space from advertising their services on Facebook. You're, you're not allowed to. I mean, if you, I mean, if, if, if like here for me for example i want to uh i'm i'm build, i've got a small uh course that i uh teach people how to get started in crypto i mean i'm not giving financial advice and um it's just to help people like yourself or if you're a beginner to get started safely into crypto and it's a uh, a 10 video course now i can't advertise this course on facebook they just outright ban me and they ban any person or any company from doing it now there might be a few cases here and there that are let through but you actually have to apply first and get approval first and facebook i've tried to do that and facebook just outright they, they either ignore you or they just um, don't approve it and, and if you go ahead and create an ad and try and target um your 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 or the audience that you want to do you can get banned you know what i mean and that would ban your account your your identity and everything on facebook and uh and uh something you don't really want to happen so so and now when you see facebook starting to delve into the cryptocurrency space you can kind of see why they don't want they want to keep the monopoly over cryptocurrency within their own uh network so look um Trust is something that Facebook has been struggling with um, for the last couple of years. It's, it's, there's been some uh, items in the in the news uh, around their uh, inability to keep, you know, it, basically a lot of privacy um, privacy issues that they've had with uh, people's data being um, uh, discoverable by, you know. Entities, you know, they're not doing a good job of keeping everyone's data safe, personal data safe, and uh, uh, a history of mishandling, pretty much. So, when it comes to cryptocurrencies, like, I mean, there's there's talk about, uh, oh, I mean, if if you're going to use Facebook, a currency owned by Facebook or backed by Facebook to buy and sell items. It's just a uh, a tying. Oh, look! It's it's really really hard to see what's going to happen. It's really, um, it's really hard to see at this very very early stage what will eventuate. Does Facebook have the pull to um, to move into the payment space? I mean, personally, I don't think I would do it. But then I think then. Um, but that's because I, I sort of treat Facebook as I've always treated Facebook there. I'd like don't post anything on Facebook. I'm not willing for the world to know. So 
that's how I sort of take charge of my own privacy is like I don't put stuff on there that I don't want people to know and then expect Facebook to do the right thing by me and not give that information out. I just assume like if any information that's on there, I really it's it's not gonna it's not gonna really matter if people find out. It's not gonna have any detrimental effect to me. So whatever I put on there, I just assume even though I might put it privately or it might be a communication or message to somebody, I'm just gonna assume that Facebook sees it all and at some point in time they're just gonna it's gonna somehow leak or something and you know and that's the way it is. So Based on my position, what I what I think about Facebook and how I treat the platform, um, not not a platform that I associate with privacy. I mean, it's a social platform, right? So, so it's sort of like <laughs> ironic that you would want to use a social platform where you're sharing stuff about yourself and expect to have privacy. I mean, yes, it would be great if they were, you know, a company that, you know, would built in privacy but their their entire model their, their the entire way it exists is that it's selling our information to businesses so that they can target us with their advertising i mean that's how it works and it can't it's 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 something that they can't <laughs> it's like a conflict of interest it's like how can they keep us absolutely private but at the same time share our information it, it just doesn't go hand in hand so Look, um, conversation that really really digresses from what I want to talk about, but uh, the point being is that if Facebook brings out their own cryptocurrency or their own payments platform, I mean, some of these articles are talking. It's gonna you know it's gonna be uh, competitive with Apple Pay and and the likes of um, those. Um, we'll see what happens in this. Um, in this regard so i'll um definitely be keeping an eye on the uh, the news coming out on this one and i'll um be, be certain to share it with you, you guys on in a future episode so and uh now another another item i actually noticed like i was um on twitter earlier today and uh i noticed that there was a a particular comment that was um of of some interest to me and uh a person by the name of ran nuna his uh, handle on twitter at Crypto Manran, uh, he's posted this this post, which uh, <laughs> it's quite interesting, and it's just like, well, <laughs> almost a little bit scary. So, and this is how this is what he's posted. It says, the the compliance department at my bank has asked for a call to discuss my crypto related deposit withdrawals. It's as if I have engaged in criminal activity by buying crypto. So for two hours today, I will have to explain to a narrow minded idiot that buying crypto is actually legal so this gentleman is obviously got a whole list of deposits and withdrawals going to and from more more likely than not an exchange a crypto exchange and uh based on uh these these uh this uh transaction activity the bank the bank has started to um well it's it's, it's targeted him for it for a bit of a please explain so so it's it's uh it's really interesting. I mean, I haven't seen much of this lately, but um, but um, it was interesting. In reply to that, David Schwartz, who is the uh, CTO, the Chief Technology Officer at Ripple, he's actually replied and and with some pretty good advice. I think that we all should 
probably take. And it's and this is it. It says, I strongly recommend never doing any crypto-related transactions from your primary bank account. Having your main account that you pay bills from randomly closed on you is very annoying. You're lucky that they're talking to you. Union Bank just closed all my accounts and told me later. So, look... I had a situation personally where one of the banks I used, I did a sing, one single transaction of around about $200 into a cryptocurrency exchange and they locked down, they actually they actually locked down my account and froze it. So they didn't even tell me. I, and then I, um, about, it was about four days later that I actually found out that it was frozen. So, because I don't use that account a lot. So anyway, I found that the whole thing was frozen. I couldn't, um, I was, I used the uh, card on that account and um, it was just like a decline of going, you know, what what gives, you know, there's n- nothing wrong with this account. Call up the bank. They go, yeah, we froze your account. We saw this um, uh, fraudulent transaction just cl- just and just froze it. So, so I'm thinking like, great, they're not even talking to me. They're just doing this. And uh, it wasn't even a huge amount of money. And look, um, it's... Uh, it's a real interesting thing and it's something that I didn't really think of and I haven't really explained to a lot of people that have asked and, and that's and that advice from David Schwartz is really good. It's like you talk about setting up a bank account and getting verified with your exchanges but it's really important to actually set up a separate bank account even with a different bank to where you do all your normal banking and use that account to transfer money into crypto. Because look, at the end of the day, Moving money out of a bank and into cryptocurrency, it's it's an exit of value from the fiat system. So the the status quo, the the banks aren't it's not what they like to see. They don't want to see money moving out of their their realm of control and into one that they can't control. The movement of value into something that they have no power over they they can't you're you're moving it into an account that they can no longer they no they no longer hold the uh, hold the uh, cards anymore so and also it's like um if you're thinking about this whole um system like uh that the, the banking system uses fractional reserve system it's like it actually means that when you've got money in your bank account it's 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 a it's a fraction. I mean that number that you see that it says okay, Nino, you've got you know, you know, x amount of dollars in your account. That's just a number, right? It's just like and it and it doesn't even have to have it doesn't even have to have that amount of money in the account. The banks only actually have to make sure that money's there when you attempt to withdraw it. Which means that when there's a whole run of the banks, the banks just shut the doors because obviously they can't they can't um deliver that much money if everyone wanted it all at once it's just not it's just not happening and uh and actually if you're in the technology space it's like you look at your google drive or your amazon or amazon drive or um icloud or um, OneDrive with microsoft they all tell you that you've got like one gigabyte of space or one terabyte of space you don't have one terabyte of space you're given as much as you need and so they'll 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 always give you as much as you need up to the amount that you've 
that you've paid for that's part of your contract but if you're not using it you don't actually have it there and um, I work in the IT space and this whole fractional delivery of service is something that's nothing new but it's um it's a way of charging you and giving you a perceived value without actually giving it to you so really really uh uh, really really uh interesting that the banks are well it doesn't well it doesn't well it's not interesting it doesn't make it doesn't it doesn't really surprise anyone that the banks don't want you to move money out of exchanges and into cryptocurrency world so uh, look um and a lot of people piped up and replied to this twitter um post uh, that ran that ran Nunia, um posted so um it, it'd be be interesting to see what actually uh was the what came about after that conversation um I could scroll. I can't actually see his response yet. So yet to that thread. So I'm not sure if he's actually had that um, chat with his bank yet. But um, but um, I'll if I see anything, I'll definitely report back to see how that went. But yeah, take that that on board. That little bit of advice learned from these other people's experiences. I mean, if you've got a a, a cryptocurrency, uh, if your bank account, your own private bank account, is tied up with your cryptocurrency exchange might be worth opening up a new account with another banking organization and use that to transfer money to and from your cryptocurrency exchange. Um, it's something that I'm certainly going to do. I mean, I I already already bank with three different banks um, for various reasons, but um, and uh, it's something that I'm definitely going to make sure is um, separated. I mean, uh, I've got most of it separated, but this is a really good... Um, uh, learning here that we can all uh walk uh take away and uh put into uh put into action in our own uh cryptocurrency planning so um yes and uh based on that um i'll call this uh episode a wrap um definitely keen to see what you guys think about all this um if you've got any newsworthy information that you'd like to uh like for me to cover in a future episode don't hesitate to send that through to me at nino at daxrp.com n-i-n-o at d-a-x-r-p.com and i will be sure to cover it if um if it's newsworthy and um and obviously and, and definitely give you guys a shout out um if you if you um provide me some news i'll definitely give you a shout out and uh thank you for that so on that note we'll call this uh episode a wrap and i'll look forward to catching up with you guys in the next episode thank you for listening to the real crypto podcast make sure to subscribe through itunes or google play so you get notified every time we publish a new episode and we'd love to hear your thoughts with an honest review on itunes as is your feedback and support that helps us continue bringing you great info tips and actionable strategies to help you succeed in the crypto world and don't forget to keep the conversation going by checking the links to our website and social media in the episode description This has been another episode of of the the Real Real Crypto Crypto Podcast. Podcast. Until the next one.